shorts out, sun's out. Steaming in here. It's a steamy room. I'm not even joking. I've got windows open left and right. It's fucking boiling. But that's all right, because we feel the sizzle. The sizzle is on. It's Friday. Big shout out to my guild, Stark Industries. The boys from Stark. And all multiple teams across them, globally, all meeting in Amsterdam. Friends from Israel, Russia, all in Amsterdam this weekend. But because I have an excellent week lined up of awesome work, I didn't go. Because I'm busy, which sucks. But still, good shout out to those guys and any of them who are there. I hope you're having a wonderful time, boys. But that's not why you're here today. You're going on a journey with me today, friends. We're going on a journey. We're going to do something we haven't done for a while. And that's, we're going to, we're going to open that door. We're going to open that door. We're going to step through that door. We're going through the RP door. Oh, yeah. We're going through the RP door. I love the RPers. They enjoy WoW more than I ever will. And the good RPers, they appreciate that. However, sometimes there's weird RP, just as there's weird gameplay. Yeah? Yeah? Sometimes it gets very weird, creepy. And sometimes RP creeps up on us. It sneaks up on us. It stalks us. And sometimes we end up in a place that we never intended to go. <laughs> and sometimes you don't know how you got there. You know, like you search for a video on the internet, on YouTube, and then suddenly, before you know it, you're on Cake Farts. You don't know how you got there. You don't know how you got there. A couple of clicks, suggested videos, and suddenly it's a woman fighting on a cake. And you don't know how you got there, but you're there. Yeah? Internet can do that. Just as RP can do that. So let's open that RP door. Let's start off. <laughs> I'm not even going to read the name. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to read the name. Extreme roleplay. How extreme are we going to go? <laughs> Here we go. We need one person, and I'm sorry. I know you're all going to ask to be that person. I know that. I get it. I do get it. I know you are. But I'm sorry before we even get going. I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, you guys know the story. If you've been to Drama Time before, you know what's going to happen. And you know it can go scary. But I'm so happy. Pandora. Pandora, first one there. Pandora. You guys know. You know as well as I do where some of our stories can go. And you are all good sports. You're a great community, honestly, who takes it on the chin. And even the people who send the stories, who we take the piss out of, send me a friendly email to say thank you for reading the story. And they had a good laugh, which is good stuff. Ah, preacher! And a brofist to you. Salutations from Team America. I would just like to say that I am one of your younger viewers, parentheses 12, right? Now, as a father, I have to say here, shouldn't be watching my stuff if you're 12. We do go to a dark place sometimes. And I'm just saying... Probably irresponsible of you. Not me. I can make my content, but I'm just saying. I started playing WoW around mid-Mists of Pandaria. Jesus. And have my Torrent Shaman as a main. Whew. Chapter 1. My introduction to online gaming <laughs> started on a roleplay forum. That's text-based, people. We're text-based role-playing you ready when i was about nine nine years of age nine role-play forum nine <laughs> ah christ this forum was based around warrior cats and for those of you noobs who don't know warrior cats is a children's book series about a group of house cats who left their homes founded warrior clans in the forest and went from there. Now, for those of us in Team UK, I did check. This is not, I repeat, not Thundercats. Okay? It's not Thundercats. There's no Lino. No, no Panthro. Katara. No, none of that. Okay? <laughs> it's not Thundercats. Warrior Cats. Deal? Good? Everybody's good. Okay, good. I was a huge fan of Warrior Cats. So I... Took myself and began to roleplay in surprisingly good English on the forums. You did say you were American. Surprisingly good English. America. At least you're proud. I like it. 
I role-played as a black tomcat. That's right, black tomcat. Of the Shadow Clan. Yeah, boom. <laughs> Are you with us? We're black tomcats of the Shadow Clan. Yeah, we're not just the kind of kitty that's going to get pussied around. No, we're not. Claws, baby. A few weeks in, my character had found a mate. Yeah, everybody wants a piece of the black cat, right? We all want some of that black pussy every now and again. You ready? Now, her name was Pandora. She was a white cat. Interracial kitty love. Forum style. Text-based interracial warrior cats. Here we go. She was a white cat with fluffy fur and deep blue eyes. Oh, Pandora. Meow. <laughs> oh, Pandora. <laughs> Pandora. Ooh, you minx. <laughs> your fluffy fur and your deep blue eyes. Her and my nine-year-old self quickly became friends. And I was not terribly immature for my age. He's liberal, right? She's a he's a black tomcat. She's obviously a white pussy of means. And they're gonna get it on together, right? They're gonna get it together. Gonna 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 stroke some tail. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we were always talking and I was on the forum 24-7, but soon that question came that every black tomcat of the warrior cat spheres. Pandora asked me, Do you want to have kittens? Oh, shit! Yeah? <laughs> hey, I don't want to get too close. Stop me if I'm being personal. But do you want to have kittens? Do you? Do you want to have some kittens? <laughs> shit. We've only known each other a few weeks and you're already talking about kittens. I don't know, man. I don't know. Kittens, huh? <laughs> kittens. <laughs> Do you want to have kittens? It's not kids. It's role play. We're warrior cats. It's kittens, right? It's kittens. Not knowing what I was getting into, because I'm nine, <laughs> I said, shit, yeah, I want to have some kittens, and then we can make an army. The innocents. The innocents will make an army of warrior cats. Sounds like a good plan, Pandora. I like where you're going with this. We'll make our own army. The kitten army. Pandora began to remote things at me. Such as... <clears throat> Meow. Pandora slowly shifted her paws. Down your long, luxurious body. Licking her lips. Her fangs glowing in the moonlight. Because that's what kittens do, right? That's what cats do. Boom. That's the way she came on, right? Straight in. Straight in. I'm not going to say what she wrote after that. But let's say I didn't understand it. Now that you know, that means it was good. <laughs> if your nine-year-old doesn't get it, that's some good shit right there. That's how you can tell. Next time you want to try out some filthy lines, test them on the nine-year-old. If the nine-year-old doesn't understand what you're talking about, good shit. You did it right. I'm joking. Don't ever do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Disclaimer. Don't do that. Just jokes, right? Just jokes. Don't talk dirty to nine-year-olds. Don't do that. Needless to say, I was really scared. <laughs> I told my parents right away. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> How does your dad react to walk in on this kitten love session? I don't know. I don't know what I'd say if I got brought into it. And they confronted her as soon as they saw her messaging me. They yanked my pitiful laptop away and began to e-scream at her. The e-screaming underwent, right? I was sent to my room. My nine-year-old mind was racing. Will she get banned from the forum? Arrested? But more importantly, will her mommy and daddy get mad? Hmm? Thinking of the other person, yeah? Will her mommy and daddy get mad? What happened? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she might get arrested, but if her mummy and daddy find out... Bad day. 
After what seemed like half a lifetime, my parents finally came upstairs. They explained to me that Pandora was a dirty old man. Pandora. I bet you haven't even got deep blue eyes, have you? And that he was very, very sorry. The next morning, I leaped from my bed. I flipped open my little Acer notebook. I tried to message her on the forums, but instead I saw this in bright red letters after I had sent my message. This account has been permanently deleted. I got very upset. I now play WoW on the Wormrest Worm Accord server and as happy as can be. If you're reading this on Drama Friday, thank you. Kitten love, and that's how we're kicking off the day. With some kitten love. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now I'm going to take it up a notch. Because this story is entitled, are you ready? A patriotic American meets the EU. Freedom style. Yeah. Freedom style. We're going freedom. Wait, wait, wait. Gotta be done. Gotta be done. It's gotta be done. I need it. Yeah. Okay. America, bitch. About to go America all over your fucking asses. <clears throat> I need to feel overly free. <laughs> I need to feel overly free. <laughs> Here we go. Hello, preacher. A brofist to you from Team Germany. My story is titled A Patriotic America Meets EU World of Warcraft. Now, as the title suggests, I am a rather patriotic American. And this is the second time I am writing to you about the drama that I experience in this crazy world. My first tale about my time in Team Japan when I played with those crazy Australians. This time I am playing with Norwegians, English, Scots, Team Swee, and an Irishman. Chapter 1. Do I go EU or not? Murka. The tale starts when I was in South Korea. My time there was up and I was being transferred to Team Germany. Now, I was born in Team Germany and I have a bunch of family in the region. Of course, my mother never taught me any German. Why? Murka. So talking even with my relatives tends to involve a lot of hand signals. That means kielbasa, okay? Sausage, yeah? In German. In German. That's what it means. What pre-order had just come out. I had 11 characters of various levels on my US account. Strayer had, been given, had just been given their own service and were finally out of the 200 plus MS nightmare. Oh, how I could have just requested to stay in South Korea. My internet there was 100 meg down and up. And the cost was rolled into my rent, which Uncle Sam paid for. So it was free to me. Good old Uncle Sam, alright? Good old Uncle Sam. Also, the people were friendly, on and off. Not to mention, Korean women are not too shabby either. Winky face. Yeah? Yeah? I was going to make an awful joke then, but I won't. If you've ever seen Full Metal Jacket, you know where I am. I was torn. Do I play in the US while still in Team Germany and deal with the ping and time zone issues, or do I go EU? Play on a normal schedule. Decent ping. Well, in the end, I went EU. Picked a random PvE server, logged in, made a Blelf Priest. What? What? I'm sorry, I picture you with this huge, butch, marine type, yeah? Missiles at the ready, Uncle Sam, paying internet, the whole shabazz, the whole shebang. Blelf Priest, what are you doing to me? What are you doing to the image that everybody has built up in their heads right now in this chat? The people watching this at home, yeah? Sat there. What are you doing to them? Blood Priest. Just say. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. 
I had made a tour and warrior for all of mists. I wanted to try a class I had little experience with and could deeps and heal. Something I hadn't done since wrath. My, my idea was I had two months left, so I would level the priest on EU to 60, boost to 90, then be ready for when WAD launched. It was late when I had got the account set up, so I went to bed the next morning. While at work, I checked my email on my phone to see that my EU account was locked. I was irritated, frustrated, angry, and when I got home, submitted a ticket. It turns out Blizzard had locked me because I was playing an EU account in South Korea. Blizzard, though, were ballers, squared it away, Bristol fashion, and whitelisted several countries on my account so the system wouldn't lock when I was traveling. Good old Blizz. I went on to level my priest, join a cesspool guild for the faster Hearthstone and someone to chat with. This guild had a vent channel and was ran by someone from Denmark that yelled at me. Danish. Why? Why? <laughs> I've never met an, an angry Dane. I haven't. The guy from Denmark that yelled at me as soon as he found out I was American. He didn't kick me from the guild. He just went on and vented how America, my America, was an imperial dog that sticks its big freedom cock in places that it doesn't belong. Now, I don't know, but I have never seen that happen in my entire life. America. I worried that the whole of the EU might be a pile of America haters. Yeah? But I continued on. And a few others in that guild were rather friendly. Even a couple of Irish brothers that offered to let me join some kind of pro-Irish independence group. <laughs> what? Oh, welcome to the guild. Would you like to join? Can I give you a leaflet about our pro-Irish independence group? I think you might be interested. Why? Why would I be interested in that? I wasn't Irish, and knowing little about the Irish and English history, this seemed like a bad idea. So I declined their offer. No, I'm going to say no. I don't really want to be a part of that. I wasn't in that guild very long. <laughs> Good choice. As soon as I reached level 90, I was really enjoying Shadow. Even getting some quick siege LFR runs out of the way before putting the, putting the account on ice until the move was over. Chapter 2, though. My layover in the land of freedom. Yeah? We're going to freedom. So I left South Korea. Spent a few weeks at my parents' place, Murica, shooting guns. I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. The freedom in this one line. Let's 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 show it. Just so we, You know, I, I ad-lib a lot. I do. But sometimes, you can't ad-lib that. I went home to Murica. Let me put it next to there. I think we'll just leave it there. <laughs> oh no, I can't because it'll move. Okay, but yeah, you get it. We're in America shooting guns. Shooting guns. Eating tons of BBQ and generally enjoying freedom. Yeah, I'm just enjoying the freedom. That's I like being home. Why? Freedom. I just enjoy being in the land of freedom. My parents had just moved to a farm and didn't have cable internet. Freedom, huh? Freedom comes with a price. And that price, apparently, is internet. You might have guns and BBQ and good sauce, but you got no internet. But they had 4G wireless. I had 32 meg down and 7 meg megabyte up. Now that's freedom. Yeah, now that's freedom. Not too bad. My dad's data plan was well over 60 gigs a month. Not that he or my mom needed that much data. But it was on sale at the time he set it up and got double data rolled into the plan. Freedom as fuck. So I played a little US WoW at night. On my Asus gaming laptop. But just get to get my warrior that Ragnaros achievement and mount. Alas, my time at home had ended. And I was dropped off at the airport. Eventually, I boarded a plane full of, full of fellow freedom lovers. <laughs> this is more freedom than my Call of Duty streams. I boarded a plane full of freedom lovers. Some headed for Team Germany. Other for different parts of Europe. But many headed off to Afghanistan or Iraq. I wish those men a safe journey. And when I landed in the fatherland, I sure hope they are doing alright. We too. Chapter 3. Arrival in the German winter. Right? Yeah? Game on, freedom. Get on. Freedom knives. We need our freedom knives. Stop plugging aces, you sponsored. What up? I settled in rather quickly. I had one thing on my mind, and that was getting settled in and playing well. 
I already knew what house I wanted. My car arrived a few days after I did. So as soon as I was on, I was mobile. I was signing forms and getting rent and utilities set up. Uncle Sam. Everyone had told me internet would take forever to install. And not to expect anything for weeks. I, however, called my German uncle. The one that speaks the most English. Mr. Delore. And he scheduled my internet install two days after I moved in. So yeah. Fuck everyone else. Right? Internet. Door style. Now I pay for, apparently, up to 100 megabytes a second. <laughs> up to. But I get 50 down, 6 up on an average day. Bullshit. Plenty to game and watch your vids and streams at the same time. But not perfect for HD Netflix. Or other streaming sites. Right? I did my research this time and looked up different battle groups. And found which ones were hosted in Team Germany. I wanted the lowest ping possible. I thought about joining Tara Mill, but open world PvP irritates me to no end. There isn't any. So I settled on Turalyon, which I found out soon after joining was merged with the Doomhammer. I quickly found out that leveling the Shadow Priest was slow, and out of boredom back in Korea, made a DK. So I quickly leveled that DK, got into 100 just in time to get the Ragnaros achievement and mount. Are we talking about Ragnaros LFR? Gotta have, gotta have a goal, I suppose. <laughs> gotta have a goal. It was at this time I joined a guild. It's a guild I'm still in, so I'll leave them nameless. But this guild turned out to actually be an organization of four guilds. Two Alliance, two Horde. All spread out on four different EU servers. But all used the same team speak. Each server guild had their own channel. But outside of locked officer channels, you could jump around and chat with the different groups. I quickly discovered the Alliance guilds had way more females. And many of them were Team Swee. <coughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a Swedish raiding guild of ladies, guys. Yeah? It's like ABBA minus the dong. But raiding. You with it? Awesome. Now I know what you're thinking. And no, I didn't transfer to Alliance. Why? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? I was the only American. And turns out I have a rather unique accent to the rest of the members. So for a while I was just known as The Voice. Several femmes even mentioned how they liked it. Of course they were either married or in committed relationships. But it's nice to get a compliment every so often. It was during this period of feeling great. On top of the world that a certain terrible Scottish healer appeared in my life. She hated my voice, saying that she had spent time in America and she was sick of it, probably because of how free it sounded, right? She was so bad at playing her druid that she would whine about wiping on proving grounds. <laughs> Whenever she got going, I would just link her my priest's silver achievement. And that would send her on a tailspin of whining and bitching. Oh yeah. You got troubles? Silver proving grounds, yo. Yeah? Boom. Nailed it. <clears throat> silver proving grounds. Feel it. Squeeze it. Yeah? Sizzle. Sizzle on it. Mm, boom it's like a badge of honor wear it proud wear it proud that's silver though <sighs> i didn't even heal on my priest i was focused on trying to get shadow to work after a bit i ended up making a pallium mage trying to figure out what i really wanted in the game while working my way up to 100 on these chars both alliance guilds raid teams imploded and their TeamSpeak active members went to almost zero. I have no idea how many people they still have over there, but almost no one logs on TS. I asked the leader and owner of the TS sir what had happened to all the cute Swedish girls, and he said, I'm all heroic. Never forget, boys. I'm all heroic. I'm all heroic. This was tragic. As at least one of those ladies was single and nice to chat with. But oh well. I'm all heroic, boys. 
Yeah. I'm all heroic. Sometimes. Sometimes. Chapter 4, though. Censorship and the moral struggle for freedom. And we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there. The moral struggle for freedom. A little time passed and I finally decided that the paladin, the paladin would be my main. I love how Rhett plays and Prot is still tons of fun. Now out of the two horde guilds that were still rather active on TS, mine didn't have a raid, but the other one did. And still does, sometimes. The foundry launched, but the other guild appears to still be banging it out against High Mall Heroic. What will we do? against High Mall Heroic are just not getting enough attendance and refusing to pug the terrible Scottish Resto Druid was permanently banned one day permabanned for disrespecting one of the officers and several new members so I'm glad to not have to listen to her whine and complain every day about not getting carried or still stuck behind proving grounds Proving grounds. Thank God for the legendary rings. Am I right? With these rings, Captain Planet, we will get through the proving grounds. We'll get there. Highmall Heroic will fall before the ring bearer. One of our regular members left the chat one evening to go to the store and didn't return for several days due to being arrested for speeding. Yeah. Turned out he had some outstanding fines, but claims his ex-wife was keeping his mail for him, so he had no idea he owed him the money. Yeah, best get-out-of-jail-free card, which apparently didn't work. It's my wife. She's a bitch, right? Hey, copper, cop, hey, hey! Look, my wife, she's a bitch, all right? She's keeping all my mail, so I, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's around this time that my moral choice came into play. I was on TeamSpeak doing some LFR, chatting it up with about six other members and they asked me what I was up to. I said, ah, no, nothing much. Just doing some deeps in LFR, getting some rec gear, is what I replied to them. Suddenly my GM, a normally very nice older lady, spoke up. Excuse me, sir. That word is banned in this guild. I paused for a moment. LFR? I said. No. Not that word. If you were doing DPS, say DPS. Or don't say anything at all. Just do not insult my English language, she replied. Whoa! Yeah? You think you can go and say whatever you want on TeamSpeak. You might think you can substitute DPS for deeps. You're wrong, my friend. All of you are wrong. You don't just go around calling DPS deeps. You might have freedom at home, but you don't have it here. Yeah, This isn't America. This isn't America. You can't just go around calling it that. You can't. It's around this time that I said I speak American. I replied, causing a few in the channel to laugh. And I finished out the LFR and logged out. However, over the next few days, it ate at me. It nagged at me like a pimple on the back of your head that's not going to pop and just stings if you touch it. I was a freedom-loving American. Yeah? Nah? Deeps. You know what it's called? Deeps. That's why. You want to know why? That's why. I was serving my country, and yet this lady wanted to censor my freedom of speech. That's what this is. It's fucking censorship. It's fucking... I'm not here fighting for you to censor me on my discussion of the LFR. I'm not. This caused so much internal anger that when I logged onto TS over the next few weeks, I would intentionally hang out in the other Horde Girls channel and talk to them owned right double wrecked yeah i'm still on team speak but i'm not in your channel boom yeah boom they would ask why i didn't just transfer over to their server and join their teams the true reason why i didn't transfer is that their raid leader was a bit of a dick 
and told me there was no spot for a rep pally and all their tank spots were full. One day, this internal struggle was too much and I vented to the other Horde Guild. I have a problem. I have a problem, friends. I'm American, as many of you know. And my GM wants to censor me. Wants to take away my freedom of speech. And wishes for me to conform to her dominion, yet openly complains about Britain being falsely dragged into the EU. I cannot stand for this. I will not stand for this. I'm going to cowboy up. And I'm going to freedom the fuck on. Yeah? Boom. That's what he's doing. Why? That's why. That's why. I felt much better after getting this off to my chest until, until, as always, a random Norwegian member spoke up. Every fuck random Norwegians. Dude, I don't give why I don't care why you give a shit. <laughs> Alright. Uh <laughs> Can I just point out? It was a good speech. I understand what you're saying. I don't know why you care so much, honestly. <laughs> why do you give a fuck exactly? I'm not really seeing the problem. I'm trying to, but I don't I don't really get it. So, I don't know. <laughs> this caused everyone else in the group to laugh and it riled me up. I decided myself. I defended myself. And one of their group with TeamSpeak controls sent me to a timeout room. Penalty box. Penalty box. Penalty box. I logged off for the rest of the night so angry. I felt like I was playing with a band of freedom haters. Why do you hate freedom? All of you people who don't care about this issue. Why do you hate freedom? You and you and you. All you people right here right now. Who are giggling and saying that this doesn't matter. Why do you hate freedom? Because that is the only possible explanation is that all of you hate freedom. Now don't you feel bad. Now don't you feel bad that you hate freedom. <laughs> I had to confront the main threat. I'm going to cut the snake off at the head. That's what he's doing. So the next day I logged into T-Speak. GM was there. We exchanged pleasantries. Hi, hi. Then I waited. It wasn't long until someone else in the channel said the word deeps. Shit. Oh, shit. But quickly started to apologize as the GM made the mom-like noise. Up, up, up. Not that word again. This is when I spoke up. Ma'am. Ma'am. I can't leave this alone anymore. You know what I do for a living. You know where I'm from. It might seem stupid to you, but I just cannot abandon my freedom to say deeps. So I'm going to say deeps whenever I want. If you don't like it, then I'll just leave and I will find another guild. You see the way he took his took control back, yeah? He took control back. Made it. Made it. There was a pause. And she tried to defend herself saying she was not censoring me that she just didn't like to hear that word i'm aware of this i said and there are plenty of words that i do not enjoy either censorship and enslavement being a few of them to you deeps is just an irritating butchering of the english language but to me it's freedom She didn't have much to say after that. So the conversation came to an end. It's been about a month since that day and we're on good terms now. I say deeps every so often, but not to intentionally irritate her. And she doesn't make a fuss when she hears it. The four guilds have seen a much reduced attendance as of late. But the regular guys, they still log in and some of my good friends. I have since deleted all my alts and only have my paladin. Allowing me to focus my time on him instead of four garrisons and gearing halts that I won't keep. As soon as I'm in the EU for two years, I don't want to waste time on characters that I will probably never play again after I leave Germany. I feel that with summer approaching and the fact 6.2 is a long way off. 
Many casual players are just off playing other games. I too find myself sometimes just logging in, doing LFR, and then going to play something else. So I started to look for an actual raiding guild. However, my schedule doesn't really allow me to raid, seeing as I get up at 04.30 during the week, and most guilds want to raid at 2300 hours or 2400 hours. After looking through the forums and LFG raids, I decided I'll give a shot at raid leading. So I'm in the planning stages now to form a Friday evening 10 to 20 man normal raiding team. I'm not sure how successful it will be and it could crash and burn shortly after starting. Who knows? But perhaps I can bring some new life back into the guild and to TeamSpeak and get more people chatting again. I haven't been on EU very long, but it's been a rather interesting ride so far. Are we clear? Are we clear? Freedom is no joke. Freedom is no joke. Right, we've got 20 minutes and we've got a long story to get through. We're speeding. We're speeding. <laughs> the freedom is real. Now, don't hate me, but I'm going to remove freedom. Freedom's gone. There's no more freedom. I need some people. We've got to be fast. We've got to go fast. We've got to be fast. We've got to go fast. Oh, yes, we do. All right. Is there more freedom? Nope. So now everyone feels free right now. <laughs> everyone feels free. Okay. This is a combination of four men and a lady. Four men and a lady. Ebbin. I know it's uh, longer than that, but you shall be the lady, Ebbin. Alexados. I'm just going to go with Alex, but it's you, Alexados. Uh, Swasher. Luca. I think it's Luca bin, but I'm going to go with Luca. Clash X. No. Jerry. Jerry. Nice. Nice easy names for me to remember. <laughs> right, this is called The Masquerade. The Masquerade. A tale of a hardcore noob. Yeah? We're going fast. So keep up or rewatch. Either way, don't matter. Right. Let's roleplay! Woo! Hey, Breacher! Decided to take a break from my Blackrock founded progression, that mythic blast furnace, though. Yeah. To share my story. Chapter 1, though. The Merchants. My WoW exploit started when I was 8 years old. Holy shit. Near the launch of the game. When I first discovered it at a friend's house. He played a gnome mage, and it looked amazing. I saw him do something interesting, which was cast Frostbolt into Fireball, then Polymorph... So he could get away from the mob. It looked glorious. Later I would laugh about polymorph weaving. As I started to call it. But that was besides the point. I had to have this game. My parents were going through a rough patch. And my mom was avidly against me playing World of Warcraft. My dad however. Was glad to support my WoW endeavours. The caveat being that I could only play on weekends while my mum was at work. That way, my dad could safely tell her that he was taking me to swimming class when in fact, I was killing dragons. <laughs> did you take him to swimming class today? Definitely did. Now who looks like the uh, better the better parent? Yeah? <laughs> now who looks like the better parent? Yeah, of course you can, son. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. <laughs> I love the games. Anyway, the day came. We bought the game. It took two days to download and install, but the wait was worth it. I came upon the character selection screen, as any new player would. I won't mince words. I went full on Legolas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dad of the year, boys. Not really. <laughs> Swimming class would have been better. <laughs> After my initial trek through Teldrassil and completing my quest to tame a bear, then a cat, the world opened up to me. I decided my first adventure would be to travel to the great city of Stormwind and see the great keep where the boy King Anduin ruled on high. From Darnassus, I had to take two boats and then run through the wetlands, Loch Modan, Dunmoreau, and then take the deep run tram. It seemed perfect, so off I went. I encountered nothing but pleasant views until my ship came into the Menethil Harbour. My little Nelf hunter ran as fast as his legs could carry him. 
but it was not enough to outrun the level 20 odd raptors and crocolisks that one shot me the first minute I stepped out of the harbour. I needed help, so I hired a bodyguard, a level 46 human warrior named Alex. Alex looked like a badass! He had shoulder pads and a helmet! And they were plate! What? Yeah? Shit! Shit! Shoulders and a helmet! Plate! That's uber high level stuff, yo. Fucking level 40 and shit. It's not even male, son. Wearing plate like a god. Alex, badass. Badass. He happily killed the beast in my path on the way to Ironforge for the meager few copy. Copper, I would offer him. I will pay you six copper, friend. Do we have a deal? Do we have a deal? <laughs> When we reached the city, we remarked upon my lack of funds. Hey, you know if you need money, I can help you there, friend. My friends and I are starting a little player shop in Stormwind, and we need a leather worker. That's right, employed, motherfuckers. Employed as shit by Alex, the shoulder pad helmet wielding badass. I didn't have a clue what this entailed, but the promise of sweet, sweet gold enticed me. I agreed! And he even refunded my copper so I could pay for leatherworking training. Alex. Gave him his coppers back. Hired him. Gave this man a job. Gave him a job. And gave him his coppers back. Yeah? And killed the beast. Alex. Number one. What a guy. <laughs> well, player shop is exactly what it sounds like. We were on an RP realm. A few of us would sit around pretending to be vendors. <clears throat> Alex sold pets. I sold leather goods. And we had a cook, a chef, who sold savory deviant delights. <laughs> People really only ever came to our shop for the deviant delights but it felt good these fish however invited drama don't we all know it nothing more dramatic than savory deviant delights the drama yeah this oh you can't even say savory deviant delights without conjuring up memories of the wars and the fights we've all had about savory deviant delights all the time when will it end i ask you i plead to you my community let it end Let's all just become pirates on our own time. Another player shop opened across Stormwind. Bastards. Bastards. They set up in the park. Why didn't we think of that? Look at all the through traffic. Coming through the park. People there for the scenic views. Coming to sit at the benches. Jesus Christ. We should have gone to the park. Damn it. God damn. However, these guys didn't have a deviant delight guy. Ha! Jokes. Jokes on them. And they were jelly. They ended up paying off our cook to come and work for them. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. You just can't make it up, can you? You've got a nice little business. Family business, right? You're up and running. These guys come in with all the coppers. Stealing your chef outrageous absolutely outrageous behavior i was young and didn't know i didn't know nor care to get involved but alex was not having any of it steal my chef he started cursing the other player shop out in general chat before it escalated to full-blown wait for it full-blown yeah it happened full-blown trade chat oh shit yeah got real just suddenly got real went from the general chat it was all nice until it went to fucking trade chat people people only ever came to our shop for the lights and now that was gone my respect for alex shot through the roof as i watched him verbally defend our enterprise eventually the other shop guy sent me a whisper though they didn't <laughs> They didn't really need anybody to craft level 6 and 7 white quality leather gear. Valuable part of the business, Bill. 
Can't do it without you. Them, them white level six and seven wares. They're an earner. They're an earner, Bill. You got to stick around. But they just wanted to hurt Alex. They offered me. No joke. They offered me 50 silver to join them. I love you, Alex, but business is business. Okay? Money is money. Time is money, friend. This isn't personal, Alex. I respect you. It's business. This is 50 silver we're talking about, Alex. It's not a joke. I don't want you coming in here. Waving your money around. 50 big ones. 50. You can buy them. All my respect and admiration was kicked to the curb. I ran out of the door, across to the park district, and into their little shop house. Alex went berserk, flinging insults of maternal defilement and of the sort. It's all happened back in vanilla during the days of trade chat monitoring. This was one of those incidents, and both Alex and the other shop owner were told to cease and desist their RP as it was leading to toxic behavior. The rest of the parties involved were told to go about their business. Nothing to see here! Well, this was taken care of, and so I did. I walked away and left the shop. 50 silver richer, though. All right? 50 silver cash in. A guild was born. Chapter 2, though. Burning Crusade came and passed, and when Wrath came, I still didn't have a level 62. I had spent too much time starting new alts whenever the fancy struck and exploring the massive world on my mountless characters. Fuck's sake. <laughs> How do you play this game? Mountless. Like a badass. Alright? All you f flying, flying pussies. Don't even have a mount, fuckers. I've been in a few guilds before this point, but all of them felt too intimidating or displayed an unwillingness to be social with a casual like myself. So I decided to form my own guild. Now we're getting somewhere. Up until now, I didn't really have any friends. To show me the ropes. I had gotten as far as I had my own. So when I excitedly told my dad. <laughs> I was starting my own guild in WoW. He took me aside and cautioned me. Son. You're playing online. And this means you could be playing with anyone. He said you have to make sure to never give out personal details about yourself or where you live. Good dad. Dad of the year again. Dad of the year again. Baller. He was the sort of parent that hardly ever got serious about these types of warnings, so when he did, it stuck. I bought the guild charter, found nine requisite players for their signatures, and promised them that if they signed, they would have the opportunity to pitch in the 10 gold tabard cost. Yeah? 10 Gs. Big ones. Surprisingly, amongst the casual and laid-back social population, it was popular. This is where I met Ebin. After the memorable Tabard creation, which sealed Ebin's rank as officer. Did you ever think, did you ever think to yourselves, people here, if you ever wanted to get an officer rank, that perhaps you should make the guild Tabard? That's all it takes sometimes, guys, outside of the box thinking. Of course, she's an officer. She made the Tabard. which cemented Evans' rank as officer in my newly found guild. We got to talking. All the other character signatories left the guild immediately. So it was just us at guild chat. She told me she was a 22-year-old lady and she was glad to finally found a guild that suited her playstyle. Of just nobody in it. That's my, my playstyle is being in a guild that has no one in it. And this suits me just fine. It wasn't until she asked how old I was that I froze. I hadn't given any thought to what my response would be if I prompted about my age. Thinking quickly, I blurted out that I was 23. I came up with a fake name. Herb Turbison. And had heard in some movie that week. She believed me 100%. And so my guild was started. We were super casual. Super casual, Jax. This guild is not casual. Super casual. Yeah? Next level casual. We leveled in groups of progressed, progressed on five-man dungeon content. Progressed on five-man dungeon content. <laughs> we'll get him this time. 
As the months went on, we recruited more and more folks. One of them ended up buddying up to Ebin, and she even came to me first and asked if it was cool with her hanging out with this guy. It was during this recruitment period that I met Jerry and Luca. The four of us quickly became tight-knit, and as we leveled as a group all the way to 60. <laughs> I made up that name, by the way. <laughs> I don't know why Herb Turbison came to my head. The girl was thriving. We had a bitch in Tabard. Fucking Ebbin. That Tabard, though. Shit. Officer was the minimum I could give you. We had a bitch in Tabard. That is, until I dug myself in too deep. See, I was still operating under the guise of a 23-year-old guy, as I had told Ebbin. And she was too good a friend to simply give it up now. So that's how I introduced myself to Jerry and Luca. Jerry actually revealed himself to be 13 years old. I was 12 at the time, but I stuck to my story. And here is where it got dicey. Luca brought up his retail job in chat one day. One thing led to another, as it usually does, and he asked me what a 23-year-old such as myself did for work. I had to come up with something. So I said I work at a newspaper. What? <laughs> where did that come from? Superman? What the fuck are you talking about? I work at a newspaper. That's what I do. Pick a boring job. I work at a gas station, something like that. I work at a library. What do you do there? Give out books. It's as easy as shit. Fucking 12-year-olds. Don't even know how to lie properly at that age. You're such idiots. It's so easy to catch you out. I gave him the name of a semi-popular local publication. New York Times. <laughs> I work at a newspaper. Which one? Time magazine. It wasn't enough though, he was intrigued because the job sounded interesting I wanted to know what I did for the newspaper. Completely thrown under the bus, all I could think of was that I was a reporter, see? So I told him and he thought it was a really cool job, at least compared to his. Ebbin had seen our discussion and piped in that she didn't realise I had such a cool job and was thoroughly impressed. Suddenly this intimidating persona seemed kind of cool. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> so he went, uh, uh, reporter. Shit, the girls like it. Yeah, I'm a reporter. That's right. Got myself a hat. Got myself a little notepad. Got the whole shabazz. I'm pretty good at it. I was responsible for so many downfalls of many dignitaries, in fact. I've spent much time in Afghanistan, Iraq, and generally all over the place. <clears throat> so I dug deeper, as a 12-year-old tends to do. Well, if we're down this rabbit hole, I suppose it's kind of a feeling of drama time. If you're going going to go deep, let's go deeper. I told her that I made a ton of money and that I was loaded. I'm also and that I had a fiance and that I had an all-around great life. Yeah? Reporter, New York Times. My wife? Well, you know, she does modeling when she can be asked. Not that we need the money, if you know what I'm saying. Are you with me? It's not like she needs to work, you know what I mean? She does it for a laugh. She does it for a laugh, for a giggle. Sometimes she models, sometimes not. Swimsuit, of course. Swimsuit? What's the point in having that body and not doing swimsuit? Am I right, guys? Am I right? <laughs> they believed every last bill of it. And I soaked in the envy of all my guildies. Chapter 3, though. Let's raid. All falls apart in a raid. Up until this point, I was content with what I was. After my hunter hit 60 along with the rest of my inner circle of guildies, I rolled a human DK that I leveled to 80. Ebbin was still in her mid-70s, but she had been sidetracked from our leveling by the guy that had buddied up to her before. They were now in a long-distance e-lationship. And while they were intertwined romantically, Ebbin still always attributed her happiness to my guild and me. My lying, not 23-year-old ass. Moments of guilt about my lie would seep in here and there, but for the most part, I tried not to let it in. Eventually, Jerry and Luca and I would get tired of endlessly running ICC five months and decided it was the time to raid. Everything was fine and dandy. We all had an adequate gear score. Yes. Not only does he have a hot model wife, has a decent gear score. Oh, shit, this guy. Oh, fucking hell. Woo, it's too hot. Too hot right now. Whew. <laughs> We found a group and took our summons to ICC. Figuring we'd wing the boss fights. Baller like you, how can it go wrong? There was just one thing I didn't count on as we entered the instance. I saw in raid chat. Vent info. I hadn't heard of vent before. What, a reporter like you? A worldly man? 
But Jerry and Luca filled me in about it and sent me a link to the download page. I heard that familiar tone as I entered Vent for the first time and people talking to each other, discussing tactics for the trash before Morogar. Morogar trash tactics. Never forget. Never forget. Such freedom, much wow. Morogar trash tactics, yeah? Them skeletons, though. Them big skeletons. Jerry and I were silent as neither of us wanted to be outed as barely teens. Not that he knew. But I did hear Lucas speak for the first time. He asked if he could invite his cousin, Swasher, to the run. Who was apparently also high enough gear score. I know someone with a high enough gear score. Want me to bring him in? And after he joined, the two jabbered away in vent, leaving Jerry and I feeling left out. But for different reasons. We killed Moragar with that with that group, and I tried to enjoy the experience. But all I could think about was the introduction of voice comms to our previously simple guild arrangement, where I lied to them about myself and they believed me. My prepubescent voice would be the giveaway. Following this raid, Swasher Swasher joined the guild, and had heard about my prestigious career as a reporter from his cousin. This led him to recant a story about one of his past girlfriends being in the media. Which naturally developed into Luca asking how it was going to be between me and my fiance, knowing how difficult it can be to be in a relationship and a reporter on the road. I knew that adding any more embellishment to my story would just make it harder to keep up, but I just couldn't help myself. I simply responded with that we were now married and expecting a baby. What? Turn it up! Do you think your fiance will stick around? Fiance? Don't you mean wife? Who's pregnant? And a gear score? Shit's all. Boom. Boom, yeah? Take it. Take that information. <coughs> I couldn't even tell you why I thought that was a good idea, but that's what popped into my head. G-chat erupted with cries of grats from both my closer friends and randoms in the guild who knew me only as the guild master. I did kitten zinc. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, so I just thanked them for their kind words. Thank you, thank you. Alright, thank you, thank you Thank you, thank you Unfortunately, being a Social guild One another's birthdays come up a lot I already had to keep up with my Persona's fake birthday Why does he have a fake birthday? Why? Well, if I'm going to have a fake story I might as well have a fake birthday <laughs> As well as keeping up With my now wife's birthday It's my wife's birthday I can't read <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, son, my child's being born in nine months from today so that's something to bear in mind as well <laughs> all this stuff is so so hardcore <laughs> and now I had to find the date exactly nine months from now when my fake baby will be born so I could tell the guild and legitimize my story after that Moragar run Jerry Luca and Swasher and I had gotten the raiding bug. We really wanted to do more raiding, but Ventrilo had become standard, which I did not like. Luca and Swasher, Swasher were always happy to join. And after, after Jerry's 14th birthday, he plucked up the courage to talk on the mic. I was alone in my defiance, which I always brushed off by saying I just didn't have a mic. I'm rich, a reporter who... <laughs> But I can't get a microphone for my PC. Your story doesn't add up. Trust me. No mics. Not in this house. No, 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 no. I felt super left out. I'm limited in my playing. But I couldn't bring myself to hook up my headset. I didn't want my small online family to crumble beneath me. The Cataclysm of the Guild. Cata was announced. Everyone was hyped except for one person. Except for one person. Jerry was moody. He came to me one evening and explained his discordance as of late. He was having girl troubles at school and he sought my advice as a happily married man and soon-to-be father as to how to approach her. I gave him the best advice I could from my empty trove of girl-related knowledge. <laughs> Tell her, what's that song that's out now? It's uh, if you, it doesn't matter if you're a stripper, as long as you come home, it's fine. <laughs> it's sort of like that. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's the advice I can give to you. I heard it on a Taylor Swift video. Science. Yeah, it's exactly what you need to do. You know she's crazy? That's normal. Taylor Swift told me so. It's all good. It's all good. No, 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 no. Shia LaBeouf is dancing with a little kid. It's all right. It's good. 
I told him to be himself and play it cool. Yeah? Hey, it works for those people on the Disney Channel. Why wouldn't it work IRL? If it's Disney Channel, you do a backflip. I've seen it. I've seen it. You have to do a backflip. After a long heart-to-heart, he told me he would heed my advice and ask the girl I in question out at school. I felt relieved I was able to help a friend in need, but sick to my stomach, it was based on fuck all. I couldn't face my guildies, my friends. I just felt horrible. I asked Ebin to take over the guild for a while. She had adopted the guild mother position by now, while I took a hiatus from the game. I did other things. I played other games. I leveled up in real life. When Kata rolled around, though, I had to give it a look. I would be a wagon. So off I went, back into the skin of my fake persona. My guild was as I left it. Swasher and Luca were both 85 and raiding, but glad to see me. Jerry was 85 as well, but hadn't done much raiding yet, while Ebin had in fact married her long-distance e-relationship boyfriend from two years now that she had met in the guild, and was still only level 79. Glad to have their ex-guildmaster back, Ebin tossed back the leader, and we fell back into old routines. The pressure was on, however, as they all expected to hear about my new child. I went on a monologue about the various joys of fatherhood, and they all oohed and aahed. One night I said I had to go because my wife was in the other room and needed a hand changing the baby. Oh yes! I can't play tonight, fellas. My wife needs my help changing the baby. Laters. <laughs> this newfound accessibility to the woman who was keeping me honest was all too tempting for them. They wanted to talk to my wife. Rather than making up an excuse why they couldn't talk to my fake persona's wife, I decided to be my fake wife. I pretended as though I was getting off the computer and began to type differently in order to sell the impression that it was someone else at the keyboard. I capitalized letters, spoke less humorously than I normally would, and even made sure to say haha at everything. I only use lol usually. And add lots of smileys. <laughs> Boom. I couldn't take it anymore. Keeping up with three fake birthdays, a career, a relationship, and a kid was too much. I had to reveal my secret. <laughs> I came to swash her first. He was dumbstruck at first at the revelation that I was in fact 14. But then, he didn't give a shit. <laughs> Actually, it makes a lot of sense. If someone came to you with that, I was like, dude, I'm 14. I, I can get it. Yeah, all right. Okay. He responded quite well. He said I really had him going there, and it was awesome I was able to pull it off. Mentioning I was very mature for my age, it felt good. It was a huge burden off my shoulders. But I knew now that I started, I had to be honest with everyone. Next came Luca. He put two and two together about my lack of willingness to get a mic, as well as made a few jabs about my fake baby that he now knew was fake. I took the jokes in stride, knew they were coming to me. This wasn't so bad, I thought. I should have done this before. Jerry was where the shit hit the fan. Jerry, 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 Jerry. He had become my closest friend amongst my guildies, besides Evan, and didn't want to lose him. Well, I asked him, after my revelation left him speechless. All he could manage a few minutes later was, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Jerry was clearly hurt. Feelings of guilt washed over me as I knew he thought back to all the baseless advice I'd given him over the years and the good times we had. What was more, he was open about his age and faced us all, myself included, making fun of him about it when we could, knowing I was in the same boat, but was dishonest about it, just added to my betrayal. My mental image of us all being friends, despite this, crumbled before me. I wanted to move on and tell Eben. I couldn't bring myself to it, though. I told myself tomorrow. Time went on. Swasher and Luca quit the game after a farewell among us, among us friends. Jerry's usual jovial antics with me ceased, and he stopped logging in too. It was just me and Eben sticking it out. A constant reminder of the one loose end I had tied up. I never, ever told her the truth. I couldn't do it. She had met and married someone from our guild. We had been friends for years. The game suddenly felt like it had such real-world consequences. 
Eventually, I quit too. I came back in Mr. Pandaria. Server transferred, and never heard from any of them again. And I ra now raid 9 out of 10 Mythic. Myself, an 18-year-old who outdeepses anyone anywhere. My one vow is that I remain myself, and I don't allow others to dictate my enjoyment of the game. Thanks for meeting my tale. I hope you all have a drama-free day. And we will! And we will! Tell her! Tell her! We need to know! We need to know! <laughs> if you tell a lie, never tell the truth. <laughs> we've had freedom. We've had kitten, kitten, ERP, furriness. And a loveless. No closure. No closure. It was a nice ending. It was a nice ending. It's late. It's time to go. There's no web show this weekend. I'm hoping to organise some GTA 5 funsies. Okay. GTA 5 funsies at the weekend. I'll see what I can do. Set up a stream so we can play together and do some GTA 5 stuff. If not, if I don't get time, it will probably be next week. Because my wife's my wife's away next week, so I'll probably get some streaming going on. Maybe. Good, it'll be a nice, relaxing evenings. Other than that, if I don't see you, have a great weekend, guys. Do something amazing. Thank you for the donations I got during the stream. I did see them pop up. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. I will see you maybe on Monday. Maybe on Monday. See you, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.